for all those who continue this notion of LeBron James being better than Michael Jordan, <laughs> just stop. <laughs> Shut up already. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win! They win it! You hear the Bulls uh, commentator goes, he wants his mummy. <laughs> he uses Curry way down to Star of the show. Yep. From North Carolina. <laughs> Gets it to LeBron for three for the win. Yes! LeBron James and the Muslim! Kwame Brown, God bless him, is a scrub. He can't play. No disrespect whatsoever. Is this the tagger? White Mamba out. <laughs> He's waited six episodes. Look at him. He can be sweating. I was writing that for an hour today. (laughs) Hello, listeners, and welcome back again to Sports Opinionated. We're a podcast out of Australia that loves all things NBA. From the delicate superstars on the court to the stars off it, we're not afraid to give our opinions. I'm Pete Evans, and with me today is Matt O'Brien. O'Brien, good evening to you. Good evening, Peter Richard Bastolim Evans. Good to see you. Great to see you. I've got a couple of quotes and peripheral pickups just for you today, O'Brien. Looking forward just to that. Just for me. Yep. I yeah, hope you like them. Hope you like them. But uh, unfortunately, Matt, before we progress, we uh, we had to have an emergency board meeting this week. You and I, we take pride at Sports Opinionated Inc. in calling out those who deserve it. And unfortunately, it was I who misstepped oh. this week. And I have a pre really? I have a pre prepared statement of apology, which I'd now like to read if that's okay with you. Yes. During the course of this week, authorities brought to my attention that while acting on behalf of Sports Opinionated, I inadvertently shared inappropriate content online. No. Con- contacted by Facebook. <laughs> oh. With a with a warning that read your post goes against our community standards on nudity or sexual activity. What? <laughs> I immediately yes, this is true. I immediately removed this content and replaced the offending image with a more Appropriate picture. Oh, you sent it to Facebook instead of to your wife, did you? No, no. I have since challenged Facebook's ruling and look forward to a final resolution. Uh, listeners, I also brought this to the attention of co-CEO O'Brien instantly, who apparently couldn't even be bothered reading the text. Uh, listeners and co-workers, I understand that I've used poor judgment against community expectations and have disappointed my teammates, supporters and sponsors. I have voluntarily taken a leave of absence from that social media platform and will donate, O'Brien, my entire sports opinionated salary from 2020 to charity. Ah, fair enough. While I note the irony that the same image was accepted by Instagram, (laughs) which owns Facebook. Yes, indeed. I did not realise the impact of my actions in purporting, purporting, O'Brien, to demonstrate the weight loss by one Nikola Jokic. I did not comprehend that a much larger Jokic without his nugget singlet on would constitute a public display of, how do I say this, boobs. Oh. <laughs> I sincerely regret any harm this may have caused and will focus instead on sourcing derogatory images of fully clothed NBA players such as Patrick Beverly, Russell Westbrook and Paul George to display in the future. Thank you. Well, 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 well said. Thank you. Well received. Thank you. Has Mark Zuckerberg got back to you yet? As he, yet? He hasn't. I'm yet to achieve a final ruling. Oh, very good. Very yep. good. The already made. And we're not taking it down either. <laughs> didn't stuff go up. You, stuff you, Facebook. It didn't go up. They wouldn't let it be put it up. The same image we put up for Instagram was knocked back on Facebook. But there you go. Gets it to LeBron for three for the win. Yes! LeBron James and the buzzer! 
week in the NBA, and we've had a series just end. Uh, the Celtics, after dropping the first two games in the Eastern Conference Finals, got it back to 3-2, but the Heat closed them out emphatically for a 4-2 series win, booked themselves into the NBA Finals. Where do you want to begin, my friends? Because I think we're, I think we're looking at two separate stars for us, you and I. We've seen yes. the series a little bit differently. We're going chronologically, I assume. Well, you'd like to go game by game and, you know, take 20 right, minutes. We're like to jump to, to, you want to, jump to, the, to jump to the climax? No, oh. we're going to go game by game. Oh, okay. Um, game four was the Tyler Harrow game. The Tyler Hero game. Are we going back three games ago now? Well, since we met last week. <laughs> we've had three games in that series. We can't just gloss over the fact the young man went for 37. It's called summarising, my friend. Absolutely. We can't just he, gloss over that. We're not going to gloss over that. Talk, talk him out. He's no. been amazing. Yeah, in, I, I, had a few, I had a few notes there that he was a standout in the first half. I wrote that at halftime. And then he got better as the game went on. And then mm-hmm. went nuts in the fourth quarter. Um, I had another note here. I know you'll reflect on this later. I said, if I'm a Miami fan, I'm happy when Marcus Smart launches a shot. Mm-hmm. I wrote that down. Um, why did they have a jump ball after the call clearly went off Tatum? Or the ball clearly went off Tatum with 30 seconds left and wasted about two minutes. I wrote that at the end of game four. Um, Boston came back and Dragic almost lost the game for Miami there at the end when he threw a pass into Butler from the baseline. Yeah. When it was three, they were up three. Yes. And it was almost picked off. Okay. Yeah. That's the notes I had there. But yeah, yeah well, it was the hero game. Yep. Definitely. Did the you man en- has no fear for a 20-year-old. Did you enjoy his one and four fast break where he pulled up outside three and nailed it? Loved it. Star. Loved it. Star. And then we went on to game five. Well, before, before you do, just staying with the great man. No, just stay. No, I, I like your takes on, on Hero. As he matures and his Dragic ages, looks like that'll be the swap for their starting five for next season. How old but, is Dragic? Oh, low 30s. Yeah, right. Yep. So the future is the future, future is, is bright. Very bright. Which I'll point out because for this series for me, again, I said it last week, I'll say it again. It's been all about BAM. Yes, it has. He's been absolutely amazing. A closeout game stat line of 32, 14, and 5 at 73%, mate. Yeah, that's unreal. Um, little Zach Lowe, a little uh, entry for you, mate. On isolations, when he's defending an ISO, he allows 0.462 points per possession. You can't go at him. Do you know that they're paying him $3.5 million this year? So you're like, okay, they're going to have to pay him. I well, do. No, they're not yet. No, Five cheap. million next year and yes. seven million the year after. He's locked Sheep. in for two more years. Yes, unbelievable. He'd be getting, he'd be getting upwards. He'd be getting in the twenty. He'd be getting twenty, would he? Eighteen to twenty mil if he was coming out of contract now. I'm giving you, a, I'm giving you a face right now. You know what he's going to get? Yeah, he's going to get maxed. He's going to get maxed. Yeah, he's going to get maxed out, my friend. Um, for the for the series, twenty two, eleven, and five with one point seven steals. He's been an absolute, absolute star. Um, it's been all about Bam for me. Shoot, shot, um, shot the ball at over sixty percent for the series. For the series, mate. Yeah, it's extraordinary. Uh, hasn't took took one three point shot, so that may be a reflection of him taking a lot of his shots close to the basket. But um, well, an awesome he's series. Got game. Um, and any reflections on Boston, or you you want to keep? Going? I've got plenty. I've got plenty of takes, but I'm happy to to share the floor with you, mate. Go for it. Um, so they went went to game five, <laughs> down down three one, and obviously. Uh, panic time yep. um, they were locked in big time I thought Boston on their rotations and they weren't unnecessarily doubling or trapping late in the game their D was absolutely on point Boston mm-hmm. towards the end of game 5 Tice actually played a great game Didn't game he? 5 really Didn't good he? squashed a number of drives closed out on perimeter guys Yep. Um, and Miami just looked tired um, to me in the second half of that game they just didn't play as hard No. Um, yeah Boston put up 70 in the 
back after game five. <sighs> did they? They did. Yeah, okay. And it was only it was only six they only hit six threes in that half. They were taking it to the hole. They were aggressive off the off the dribble, which they were not at the end of game six. They were just launching three after three after three deplorable. at the end of game six. Good number they didn't from you. Put it on the floor at all. Six from the half. That's uh, the amount of threes that Miami hit in that game. Yeah, six. So Fifty-two points they got on twos and free throws. So that meant they were being aggressive in game five, and that yep. went, that went away in game six. Yeah, it did. It did. Yeah, and you talk about the three ball. Miami got it back on track. You know, thirteen to twenty-seven in her closeout game at forty-eight percent, which is the highest output. Since game one, you're talking about Boston shooting. You're right. They just fell in love with the three-point shot. They went it. They they attempted 46 three-point yeah, attempts. Yeah, looking at it now. Wow. And, and hit it 32%. That's that's the ball game for them. Did Marcus Smart take any, Peter? Uh, he took 13 threes. 13 he took. And 22 shots for the game. So he went 4 of 13 yeah, from three, and he went 8 of 22 overall. Wow. So, yeah, fair to say. He cost them, but their man... Which we talked about. I'm like, they've got to understand who the man is. And he did not have a good series. Tatum, for me, is the Boston story. If not Brad Stevens coming out of this series. He was another donor in the first half. 0 of 7. He had 20 turnovers for the series, my friend. 20, 20. turnovers for the series. Um, Stevens had no easy at the rims plays for him going in that first half. They asked him at halftime. Um, and, no, quarter time. You know, they do the... Uh, the, the increasingly gruff yes. quarter and three-quarter time comments. And they, they talked about him and they said, oh, I think he'll be okay on his own. Well, no, nah, he wasn't. They have a couple of plays which they ran for him in the second half. They just didn't get it going for him. It is inexcusable for a star, quote-unquote, to have a donut in an entire half of a conference finals. Yeah, it is. But he, he was very good in the second half though, of that game. <laughs> well, that was the story. He was awesome in the second half of that game. Yep. There now, you go. A question for you about Kemba. Yeah, let's talk him, please. Happy he, to. He disappeared late in the fourth quarter of Go Game on. Six. Yep. Um, and his numbers for the series, he shot it at forty-three percent. That's not good. Thirty-five on threes, not too bad. Average twenty. But given he's not a defensive guy, no. They need him to be. They need him to be getting twenty-five. Yeah, you're right. Plus a game. That's yep. what they signed him for. He's on good money. Yep. So. Yeah, he cost him. He's not he's not worth what he's being paid, probably, no. in, within the context of that team. No, we're not going to eviscerate Kemba here because if you watch him, he really does try on defence. He just doesn't have the smarts of some of his teammates. No pun intended. And he's little. Yeah, and he's little. You're right. Uh, for me, he wins the, the Head Snapper of the Week award. He was throwing that head back relentlessly, probably more in Game 5 than Game 6. Can you picture uh, Dragic complaining to a referee and imitating the Kemba head snap? Yes. Because at one point he yes. went up for a shot, got him probably in the sternum, and Kemba threw the head back as well. I'll, I'll touch on that in a, in a, in a quote uh, later. Stupid fouls throughout. Um, he's he's whinged nonstop demonstrably throughout the entire series, and he went for himself three of ten from three in game six. So you're quite right. It's cost him. And there's no significant assist numbers there in the entire team. No. Know? Kemba's handling the ball. He's got 4.7 assists. Jalen Brown, 2.8 assists. So well, that's not his game. No, but they're very much an, uh, an individual play team. Whereas Miami are a team that move the ball relentlessly. Yep. I don't think Boston, they are relying a lot of one-on-one stuff to yep. get the job done. They're great players, but they're going to have to look at a few different ways. I love Brad Stevens after the series was over. The comments he made about Miami, fantastic. All class, that man. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Fair class. enough. Fair enough. Well, t- t- touching on two of your points, I reckon Stevens got out significantly outcoached here by 
Eric Spolstra. The zone. Didn't play well, couldn't figure out the zone until far too late. Didn't play his best five of Smart, Tatum, Hayward, Brown, and Kemba until crunch time in game four, a game they needed and had a net rating of 58 in 11 minutes. Um, they could then switch that play against Bam. Um, didn't leverage the momentum that uh, out of nowhere Grant Williams gave them on the court. He, they just couldn't figure it out. Spolstra closed game four. You mentioned that before with a lineup he had never even used in the regular season. Iggy, Dragic, Hero, Butler and Bam, which was plus 23 in 42 minutes over the course of the series um, and went with it. Like he just had the courage to try different things. Stevens just went way too late. I stand corrected on, on a player who I just love watching the entire series. We talked about Jalen Brown. You're not the man. Don't play like it. He, for the series, went at 23-7 and seven at 55%. 50% from three. And they still couldn't pull out the series. Not his fault. Yeah, he had a he really well. good series. Good game six, did, too. Did our man Jalen Brown. Good game six as well. Yeah. Yes, very good. So the Heat, the surprise packet I know. of the NBA playoffs. I know. Can you believe it? If someone had said, "Oh yeah, the Heat—they're going to be—they're going to be going to the finals," you would have thought they were mad. Yep. But watching them, yeah, you can see it. Yep. I Did was disinterested. I had zero interest in them. I know, listeners. I do now. Didn't even want to talk about my Miami man, Jimmy, my man Jimmy Buckets. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Indian Six, he said. Indian yeah. Six. Did yeah. you like the Iggy game? Yes, an Iggy sighting. Iggy he's just sits, more he's than just a sighting. sits there and just just has a little snooze on the couch, and they just wake him up for the end. Yep. And here he is. Yep. Interesting to see how much he plays in the next series. We'll talk about that later. Yep, yep. Now Boston let too many runs in. Miami went twenty six and uh, to a six in a run there just to close um, towards yes, the close an of that awesome game. Awesome finish for Game Six if you're a Miami fan. That was just uh, wasn't it pure gold for yep. them. Emphatic closeout. On uh, they won the turnover count for the series by twenty one. They were just the better team. Yep, it's the better team. And I, I would have said that the quality of this series was phenomenal. I wrote a note mid game. Either of these teams can beat Los Angeles. Oh, listen to him. Can Listen either this team can beat Los Angeles? Yeah. Absolutely, they can. All right. Well, let's move on from the from the East Finals before we head out west. Another bitter twist to the dark side of an all-American success story. I know you're not narrating the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> uh, Robert Scrooge, come play with the Bulls. I don't care. Whatever. Whatever. What's up? <laughs> What's up? What's up? I had no problem with the glove. This is what I've had to put up with for over, for about twenty years. Got some quotes for me, Matt. I have a few quotes, Peter. Excellent. excellent. I do. Go in for it. I do. Go. Um, there was a play. Which one will I go here? Go with you first. There was a play when Dragic made a layup over Tice with 4.20 to go in game four. I'm sure if you recall this. Mm-hmm. Dragic is a left-hander. Yep. He drove up. He just laid the ball in. And inadvertently, he need. He need Tice in the in the guts, I think. Uh, totally, yeah. it was just a totally normal play. There was nothing. In, no, there was no foul there to be called. All right. Um, Dragic gets called for the offensive foul, which was just insane. Mark Jackson says, "If you call that in my park, one oh, nil, you don't go home." <laughs> and Jeff Van Gundy's like, "What kind of park are you living in? <laughs> yep. Where the result of an offensive foul is death." <laughs> <laughs> great, yep. great exchange. Yep. Great exchange. Oh, I was saving that for my third. I'm disappointed. I had that one as well. Um, I'm, I've got a little, uh, a cute little sign from one Juice Tatum as a quote because I don't know if the, I don't know if the kid can, uh, can write this. Obviously, a family member wrote it for him. He's holding up a little sign that says, "Let's show them what we got, y'all. We got this." Oh, very strong. Little Juice Tatum. Very strong. Yep, loved it. Loved it. They did flash to him late in Game Six when it was <laughs> season was on the line. Yep. Yes, that was quite amusing as well. Okay. Yep. Um, 
Ali LaForce, she's the TNT oh, yep. side, side uh, what would you call it? Boundary Southern runner. reporter. Boundary runner. Um, after the game, she interviews Jamal Murray, who's just gone off in game four. Uh-huh. Right? He, some of the shots he was hitting were insane. Oh, he that. hit a shot in that game that was better than the Michael Jordan shot in 91. But I'll come back to that later. Um, he's just played out of his skin. Mm-hmm. And Ali LaForce says, 28 points, Jamal. But more importantly, 12 assists. I mean, come on. Did you watch what he was doing? Yep. yep. His assists weren't the story here. Yeah, I know. I know. I <laughs> As know. a left-handed sweeping, whatever shot that was. Yeah, yeah unbelievable. It was beautiful. No, it was beautiful. Um, got a series of, uh, of quotes here, which I'll give to you in, in quick fire mode. After head snapper Kemba had uh, two ridiculous reviews called for within about 45 seconds of each other. Firstly, Who's calling for the reviewer? A confused Jeff Van Gundy of a clean play that, that Kemba overplayed. And of course, the refs have to go check it. And Mark Jason comes straight back at him and goes, they just want to irritate you. And so they go back and forth. Very next play, another Kemba flop causes another review. And Mark Jackson just laments, we've just wasted seven minutes of our lives. Literally yes, how long that's exactly the two right. reviews and, and whatever took. That is not wrong. Yep. Um, Reggie. It was going to play golf. This golf challenge lined up between the TNT guys and the ESPN guys. Don't you dare take what I'm about to say. And Reggie's getting all excited, saying who he's going to play. And he goes, oh, what is it? He goes, is it skins? Like, I'm going to play skins? Is that when they just, you just play the other person? No, Reggie, it's not when you play the other person. (laughs) Man, oh, man. Oh, dear. Reggie shouldn't be talking golf. No. And neither should you on an NBA podcast, but that doesn't stop you. That's insane stuff stuff from Reggie. Fair enough. Um, He's very excited, though. Yep. I always forget the name, but what's what's it called? The the online... Oh, here we go. (laughs) Space Jam? (laughs) (laughs) The screen with all the fans. The virtual virtual fans? Virtual fans. Yes. Um, So often they go to celebrities and they're they're planted there and they'll wave and all the rest of it. And there was a whole bunch of kids, and but in there was a celebrity. And what the commentator goes, oh, it's Muggsy Bogues. And they keep the screen on. But there were so many little kids around, and Muggsy's so little, I couldn't find him. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Muggsy. Muggsy's, what, 5'3"? It's the positioning of your head. Yeah, you, you've got to get in closer and yeah, be, yeah, that's be right. demonstrative. And he yeah. wasn't being, and I couldn't find oh, him. Among, that's my, fantastic. A bunch of little that's kids. Um, Shaq. Shaq um, at halftime of game four, game four mm-hmm. referring to Dwight Howard as the great Dwight Howard. Mm-hmm. Um, come on, Shaq. Keep it down to a dull rule. Okay. He's been Shaq and a fool for the last few weeks and you're calling him the great Dwight Howard. Uh, okay. Talk about, talk about hot and cold. Yeah, he, yeah, definitely. And that pretty much sums up the Dwight Howard experience. Um, some, a couple of Jeff Van Gundy uh, gold nuggets for you, my friend. Um, we like him. He likes to call out the players and their behaviour. That's why we're doing this podcast. If it was a talking league, every team would win. Yes, yes, yes. I did hear that one. Um, Mark Jackson with the Celtics up by 19 with a tick over three minutes to go in mm-hmm. game five. Yep. And Mark Jackson says, if they're fortunate enough to hang on here, <laughs> this will be a different Celtics team in game six. I'll give you the tip, Mark. They're not picking up 19 <laughs> points in the last three minutes. Fantastic. Yes. Was it you gave us some goal recently? Was was it him who said uh, stemming the bleeding? Yeah, or something five two. Five <laughs> <laughs> nothing to start a game. Uh, last one from me. Um, Jimmy Butler uh, before game six said that he didn't even do shoot around because he knows what he what he needs to do in the game. And Jeff Van Gundy goes, "Yeah, more drives, less coffee." Oh, come on. Uh, my last one is Reggie. 
um, after Mason Plumley had lost them game four. Never lost game mm-hmm. four? Uh, three. Three. Um, two, actually. Was it? Game oh, two. Like it's one of the buzzer. Yeah. yeah sorry. Yes, yeah, game, game two. two. Game two. And he knew he was going to cop some grief somewhere along the line. So he did something dumb, some dumb foul. And Reggie just blandly goes, Mason Plomley has had some serious miscues in these Western Conference finals. <laughs> <laughs> serious just miscues. Just dry as. Like, yep. as hard as I can go, but I'm going to say it anyway. Yep. Oh, yes. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, fantastic. Thank you to the commentators for just giving us some solid gold. Um, can we head out west? Yeah, I, I, I didn't need to write anything down here. I'd imagine you just take this and just run with it. This is your the golden era of, of Evans. Mate, it's, it's been a long time since Evans has had a team that's been in contention for championships on any has, level. It has. The Buffalo Bills, the Essendon Bombers, the Los Angeles Lakers. This has been how long? Mm-hmm. Ten years. For the, for the Lakers, yeah, it's been 10 For years. any team of yours, 10 years. Yeah, I combined them recently and, and, and made it um, a 26-year playoff drought, which we, which we yes. broke when uh, we beat... We, actually, we didn't beat Portland in game one. We were going to get swept, weren't we? Oh, yes, after Parker. you lost game one. Yeah. That's anyway, correct. Anyway, the Lakers closed out the Denver Nuggets four games to one, a series um, standing which doesn't reflect the closeness of the series. I think we'll all agree. Um, after a game winner and some serious um, Denver Nuggets heart. But um, simply put, unbelievable to be back after what this franchise has gone through the last 10 years and the last 12 months in particular around Kobe and China and all the other things going on. It starts and ends in one spot for me. Well, actually, it's probably not true. I don't want to undermine what Davis has done. Just to quickly just point out, LeBron James, I won't go on for too long. Um, he is, oh, yes, you will. He is, and you'll love it. No, I won't. I won't for LeBron because it has been a team effort. He has been simply unbelievable. At one stage in the fourth quarter, he scored 12 straight points. He ended with a stat line, O'Brien, of 38, 16, and 10. It's the LeBron, the LeBron game. Shot the ball at 60%. Um, 16 in the fourth overall. Unbelievable. And I caught myself just being so grateful that this guy is on my team. What he did in this series in controlling the pace, controlling the flow, um, figuring out the, the challenges that have risen every series, dropping only one game to three good teams, wrapped with what he's brought to the table. LeBron. Yes, awesome stuff from LeBron. Awesome stuff. I had detailed notes of each game, but I don't think we want to go that far, do we? Nah, I don't think so. No. Happy for you want to bring I would say that Murray's game in game three yeah. was yeah. absolutely extraordinary. Wasn't it? The mid-range game the he had on making. display. Um he had that massive dunk at the start of the fourth quarter. He shot a shot where he did a spin. He did a crossover and shot a left-handed sort of leaner, leaner, floating sideways yep. at one point. Um, and then he had the one where he jumped up and LeBron jumped up in front mm-hmm. of him, and he did the whoopsie do, and then <laughs> and then yep. spun it off the backboard on the right hand side. That was better than the Jordan shot in '91. I'll challenge you on that, but it was an amazing. Jordan shot. just went like that, yeah, and then just put it in the left hand, and he was on the same side of the ring. He acted lean and reached right across. Oh, I've never seen a can't, shot like that. Can't believe I'm supporting MJ here. Unbelievable. It was great finish. I just thought MJ went it went with one hand and switched it to one hand, whereas Murray yeah. kept it in two and and, yeah. and and was going so hard he hit his head on the on the ring base. Did uh, yeah. did Murray? And so the end of that game, the end of game three, the Lakers went to a zone and came roaring back from twenty down. Mm-hmm. You must have been absolutely standing up and jumping around, surely was, in the in the living room there. They oh, were they were coming. Yes. But then a three by Murray with two fourteen to go, just yep. just put it to bed. Put it to bed. That, a Steph Curry impersonation that was. He, he's yeah, 
He is trying to be like Steph Curry. What's his ceiling for you? Oh. Because we, we agree on All-Star, but, you know, for you, more possibilities are greater than that? Well, he's top 10 player in the league, I reckon, right now. Okay. I reckon he'd be in the top 10. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, Do you know that he put on 14 pounds of muscle in the hiatus between the Gobert positive test and the bubble? Wow. Yep. It's like, I'll, I'll get onto this a little bit later, but this season is as much about a finish of one season as it is for a preparation of another. Um the guys have done a preseason. You can see the jump of some players that have worked in that whole three to four month gap. Yep. Yep. Um, now, game four, AD came out like an absolute man possessed. Six of six uh-huh. in the first quarter. And he, he did. First shot in the second. He had seven of first seven. Um, I had a note here LeBron killed Jeremy Grant yet again, and, and a foul called on Jeremy Grant for the third time in the series. He cannot get an offensive call for the love. LeBron just killed him three times. Um, Millsap is done. I wrote that down. Yeah. They're lucky his contract ends this season, which is beautiful for them. But just looking at him, he is totally done. Yep. Um, Millsap gave them uh, the great stat line, Matt, of one for eight in their closeout game. Yeah, right. One of eight. Lakers had 18 second chance points in the first half. They out-rebounded them comprehensively in that game. Mm-hmm. Denver shot 59% in the first half. And yet, they trailed by five. <laughs> yep. Um it was could have gone anywhere that game. I reckon Eric, there was one, there was a play where LeBron fouled Murray on a breakaway, and it wasn't called, and he would have shot the free throws to bring him within one. He while he was getting up, it went down, and Rondo hit a shot from the foul line, which made it five with two minutes to go, and that was the backbreaker for him. Sure, um, that would have been very interesting had that foul been called, which it should have been, and because he, he at that point he was, I think he was twenty two. Of twenty-two free throws in the playoffs, yeah, Murray yeah, hadn't yeah. missed. I don't think he missed for this for the playoffs. Yeah, so yeah. that that was the gap. That was the series right there. Those yeah. those few minutes there, and LeBron smartly just drew some dumb fouls. It must be said, a swipe a swipe through foul on Grant late yeah. gave him free throws. You know, a couple of other cheap ones he got free throws where the guys just had to play yeah. straight up. Yeah, yeah, and it just because. The Lakers looked like they were struggling to close the game out, and they just gave them free points yep. at the line, yep. and that's what got them over the line. But that's all part of it. Yeah, yep. they'll learn from that as well, they go. Obviously, it cops some heat, but LeBron's fourth quarter free throw shooting and free throw shooting for the series was almost ten percent above his his season average. Enjoy the AD show this uh, series, my friend. He's oh, he's killer. He is. He's killer. He is. And we always knew he was. We were talking about this when he was at New Orleans many years ago. How good he was. Mm. Remember when they swept the Blazers out of nowhere yeah. for New Orleans? He, um, that game four you're talking about, he ended up 34 points on 10 of 15 and played like the best player in the NBA in that first quarter. Uh, close out game of 27 on 8 of 16, giving the Lakers a, a, our age, quote unquote, our age, a much needed rest. Yep. It's perfect going in to the finals, what they've done. Now, Jokic would need to learn from that, my man Jokovic. Oh, gee. Yep. Game five. Two early stupid fouls. The, second, oh, one where he, the second one where he fouled. Danny Green driving from the corner. Stupid just fouls. dumb fouls. Yep. The third foul wasn't a foul, but when you've got two bad ones, you can you know, if you haven't got bad ones, you can get a bad call. But the ones you're in control of, you need to not be committing them. Yeah, he purposely put up a fast break, I think, for his first a semi fast break. Lake is a dynamite transition, I get it. Jokic, you can't be the guy pulling that up. Let it go. You just can't, yeah, yeah. you've got to let it go. Yeah, turned into turned into my man the general and got a ridiculous offensive foul. That was his third, and that was with nine minutes to go in the second quarter. Yeah. Yep. Like, that was just 
diabolical for them. That yep. gave them no chance. I, I wrote that he flattened Caruso, so there you go. Um, Lakers out-rebounded uh, the Nuggets for the series, despite what some of the hype around Davis and the rebounding. The Kuzma situation continues to be an issue. He, mm. he got embarrassed on multiple, multiple times. Hit air balls in the final game. His plus-minus was perfect, mate. Zero. You know, he was embarrassed. You and I were texting about this. He was embarrassed by Porter multiple times. Simple head fake. He, he goes past. flying. Porter just destroyed him in the series. Uh, there's a Kuzma problem. I've texted you about this. I, I think he's going to be a very good player somewhere else. Do you? I what do. are you seeing from Kyle I Kuzma do. that you think I, I makes saw, him above average NBA I player? I saw signs when LeBron was hurt last year. He had games where he had 35. He had 30-odd points in games. Yeah, yeah. Anyone can get 30 didn't points average anywhere near that. Yeah. Yeah, I think he'd be a good find. I don't know what he's being paid, but I think he'd be good value. But I don't think the Lakers will get rid of him either. I don't think they'll need to get rid of him next season on on the salary that he's on. He's still good value for that, for yep. what he's been able to give us. Do you know that Jokic gave them, uh, sorry, going back a point, zero points in the fourth quarter of both games, three and four? I get that Murray got hot, but that can't happen from your, your equal star there. No. They'll get, uh, they'll get Will Barton back. And then yeah. we know they've got... If they move on Plumley and obviously Millsap, they're going to have a max guy, potential max they guy better coming not, in. They better not pay Millsap out of some misguided loyalty. I've got a question for you about Jeremy Grant coming up in question without notice. You know that Denver turned the ball over on 18% of their offensive plays? That's not too much. And whether you like it or not, Matt, um, at times Dwight Howard did play well for us. Got active on the boards, helped us win that rebounding war and allowed Davis on switches to defend that three-point line. Did you like, did you like though, when he no. clearly fouled someone and threw the ball up into the, no. up into the thing? No, I don't have to like it, but his effectiveness at times was there for us. No one is liking what he's get, getting. By the way, you will like the fact that he got pulled aside by his coach around the antics and was told to pull his head in. Whether that we see that play out or not, we don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yep. That's right. This team won't be the same next season. You can pretty much guarantee that. Who's that? The Lakers. Yeah, well, we need, we do need some size to help out Davis, who just refuses and does not want to play the five, regardless of how well we play with it. Well, that ends Lakers-Nuggets. Matt, before we move on to our favourite segment, mm. just when we thought, I realised last night I'd done as much prep as I could do, I'd cut down my content, and I realised I've got nothing on the Clippers. Well, I guess, you know, the season's moved on. And I woke up this morning. I couldn't copy that link and send it to you quickly enough. Doc Rivers out as the Clippers coach. Uh, mutual decision, Matthew. Mutual decision by Steve Barmer, the owner, and Doc Rivers. Uh, he is gone in a surprising move. What was your first reaction to that? Uh, that Steve Barmer wanted a culture change was my first reaction to that. Having read a couple of articles today, yeah. he's won three playoff series in his coaching career at the Clippers. Is that right? And he's and he's given up three one leads now twice. Yep. Yep. Um, his best coaching job, I reckon, was last year when he didn't really have a team. Correct. That's Correct. like he didn't have the players, and they just played hard every yep. night. Yep. Well, we saw him. We saw him live. Yeah, yeah. Oh, terrific. They, yeah, they had a real crack. Tobias Harris was playing with him then. Yep. Um, but yeah, uh, this is this is uh, this is going to seem like genius, or it's going to seem like the worst decision of. Of all time for mm. the Clippers, well, who, who who they pick now? I don't. Is it is it Tyloo's job? Who else is out there? Sam Cassell. So they're both on the bench with him. Uh, that's the talk we're hearing right now. Sam Cassell, or if not Tyloo, good 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 fits either one for you. Yeah, yeah, yep. Tyloo. Yeah, I, I wouldn't know enough about either of them, but yep. it's this next season. It's um, 
win or bust, isn't it? Yeah. Paul George being the mercenary he is, he'll just Stop slide on, on yep. if it doesn't work out. Yep, Kawhi the same thing. I don't think Kawhi will because I think he's an LA guy. I think I think he'll stay. But okay, um, sure. Yeah, although I think Barm would pay him and build around him. I think they'd, they'd pay him enough to well, stay. He's not going to rebuild Kawhi. That's for sure. He he wants his rings now. Um, interesting series stats from you. I didn't know that about the three ones. Um, he is three and eight in closeout games when they're up. Is Doc Rivers as Clippers coach, which I just find three out of eleven in a chance yeah, to, to close he, you. Yeah, you think that's yep. when he'd be at his best, wouldn't you? There were whispers coming out of him that he might be heading home to Orlando, and he he doesn't mind he doesn't mind working with younger guys as we saw with that young Clippers team. So anyway, that'll be really interesting to see what what comes out for me North though. Philly, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, good call. For me though, for the part that this was Doc's choice. I just thought sums up this franchise around staying with it, showing heart, not giving up. Things got hard. I dare say he would have been like, yeah, yeah, I'll move on. I'm, I just think this reflects their franchise. They need a culture changer. You're spot on. Yeah, I reckon he was told. Okay, fair enough. All right, well, let's hope that I'll wake up in uh, seven days' time and there'll be some other thing, hopefully, around Patrick Beverly. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt, it's time to move on. Okay. It's always a concern when you've got to start a sentence, Matt, with the words, I'm not into fat shaming, but... <laughs> MJ wearing a Detroit three-peat t-shirt no, Just how strong was Judd Bushler's coffee the morning that he got interviewed <laughs> But Matt's just asked me the question And I'm answering it Because I'm not getting an adequate response Peripherals. To our favourite segment of the show Our peripheral pickups This is where Matt or I, we look, to the, uh, we look to the side We look to the periphery to see what others might have missed That we just love um, Matt, why don't you start us no, off I had a wheelbarrow load this week. Well, you, you're not going to nope. present it. Is that no. 15 on your file there? No, nah, I think nah, it's one of them. Come on, come. mate. No, I think it's a couple there combined, but good. I think it's probably about, tw- probably about 12. Um, oh. I'm going to start this off by saying this, this one has a title, Okay. this peripheral. It's called The Myers-Leonard Experience. Okay. Right. Love it. Um, now, games, game four he was up and about. He was giving us a little bit of a preview for what was coming. He yeah. said that he, he timed it well. I called it the Hulkster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the game six fourth quarter experience. If you go back and watch this again and just watch him as his teammates start to take over the game and finish the series, right? Yeah. He starts fairly subdued. He's sort of sitting there because I think Boston might have been up by four or six. So he had no reason to be out of his seat at that uh-huh. point. He's just sitting there, just just quietly, you know, just, just slouching back in his chair. Then Hero hits a three. Ooh. He straightened up, erect in his chair. You could see he was starting to get moving. Um, the next possession, another score. Then he's up. He's out of his chair. He yeah. stepped forward past the foam fence. He's now in the squat position. Oh, yes. He's in yes, the squat, squat position. The squat, yeah. He's just, just limbering up. Listen, know, as Matthew is now back, squatting. Backwards and forwards. <laughs> Where's the video when I need it? Then he's up. And then, bam, dunks the ball on Tice's head on that drive. Yes. And then he's just, and then he's hulking it he's out. Flexing. Matt's he's now flexing. He's hulking it out. Listeners, he's flexing. He's like Hulk Hogan in a title match. Then he went from there. At one stage, he had the one fist up. Then he had the two-hand sky salute with the single fingers. Yep. And then he finished in the final moments with the old Nick Holland from Hawthorne in 95 when we had like 12,000 members. He had the lift the roof business oh, no, going on to finish. He, he did it. He finished with that. Oh, an array. Stop doing it, man. An array. <laughs> Best bench teammate ever. And he should have been holding the Eastern Conference trophy in reality. Myers Leonard. For, for his efforts, yeah. All teams need a Myers Leonard. That's true. Who's yours? You know? uh, Dwight and JaVale. 
Yeah, they're not in the same. Not in the same. Oh, the dipsy <laughs> do begs to differ, my friend. The dipsy do begs to differ. I love it. Thank you for that. Now, Matt, I, I, I'm proud of this peripheral pickup. Um, you know, the players have all their things they do with teammates when they come onto the court to start a game. Yes. Jason Tatum has this thing with Grant Williams where they do paper, scissors, rock. And I noticed this because um, Tatum plays Grant Williams at start of game three, paper, scissors, rock, and loses. Goes paper first up, which is ridiculous. Grant Williams goes the scissors, gets beat. You don't go paper first unless you've had a couple of draws with the rock. That's when you go the paper. Paper first. Rookie, I thought it was equal odds no matter what mistake. you did. Um, Jason Tatum proceeds to uh, serve up a donut in the first half of, of game three. Now, if I'm Grant Williams... First time out, I'm replaying the, that uh, Paper Scissors Rock match and throwing the game. I, I'm, I'm putting some stimulus into my superstar and throwing the game. Now, they didn't show the Paper Scissors Rock contest over the next two games. Over the course of three games in the first quarter, Tatum went 0 of 13. Oh, well, Everyone's looking for reasons why. Is it, is it coaching? Yeah, what is it? No. no it's because he got beat yeah, by a scrub in Paper Scissors Rock. losing mentality straight away. Come on, Grant Williams. That's no good. Um, your coach, Frank Vogel. Yeah. His chompers. Have you seen them? No. They're white as snow. Have you seen them? <laughs> no. a, he had the close-up interview the other day. <laughs> yeah, now I remember. He yeah. clearly had some work done down there. He's bought one of those products online, those white shining things where you yeah. put your thing in, you squeeze it and hold it for two minutes. Yep. He's, or he's borrowed some from Journey Bus. Either that. Yep. Just sparkling stuff from Coach Vogel. Fantastic. It's magnificent. He's got into the whole LA thing. You can see that. Uh, Looking very good, Franco. He, is, he did that. You make a good point. You make a good point. Um, little uh, bugbear of yours. I told you I had a peripheral for you that you'd like. Um, after the Tyler Hero explosion of 37 points, I think it was. Yes. Pre-game, they showed a little Euro he did. And they kind of, to show how wrong-footed he made the defense, they showed red dots to show where he stood on, on the layup attempt. Three large red dots. Three O'Brien. Is that a Euro step? <laughs> a Euro travel. It's a trip through Europe. <laughs> three steps. Can't take three, my friends. Um, now, during game four of that Lakers... Uh, fourth quarter, sorry. Fourth quarter of game three, mm-hmm. where the Lakers were having this furious comeback from 20 points down. My man Jokovic, in the midst of that, as the game was almost slipping away from them, attempted one of the Jokovic. worst possible shots I've ever seen in a professional game. Yeah. The tw- your season's almost over, yeah. and you decide to do a one-foot yep. turnaround, mm-hmm. fade away from the three-point line. Yes. I said out loud, are you kidding me, as yep. he's turning around and attempting this? Yep. It was a horse shot yeah. in the middle of an NBA game. Yeah, it was. Absolutely hilarious. Yeah. And it didn't go in, by the way. Okay. It clanked off the backboard, and the way the Lakers went yep. on another fast break. Oh, dear. You know, he hit something similar against uh, the Clippers. Um, oh, probably wasn't the time to be doing that. Yep. LeBron uh, picks up the dribble. Cops a whack from Jokic, continues to play, and then realizes it might be a continuation. So he turns, checks the referee's call, says and one to Jokic, and then lays it in. <laughs> oh, he, he said and one before he laid the ball in. That's LeBron extraordinary. James. That's extraordinary. Um, now, there was a carry called in a game. Oh, my goodness. And yeah. it was Brad Wend- Wendemaker. That's what my iPhone called him. <laughs> Brad Wendmaker. <laughs> Brad Wendmaker was called for carrying in the second yeah, quarter of Game for Four. Yep. Remarkable. Just remarkable. Fantastic. Um, I've got a golf one for you. <laughs> oh, are you sure you're allowed to do that? It involves Mark Jackson. Apparently, the TNT and the ESPN were having a bit of a contest as to they were calling each other out and they were going to have a have a have a match 
and that's what you referred to. Was is it skins? Yes. What is it? Mm. Um, to they then the ESPN guys were talking up Mark Jackson's golf game as the most improved in the bubble. Apparently, you know. Yes. So they then go to a side oh, showed footage, didn't they, of Mark Jackson teeing off, and then did the classic thing where the camera. "Quote unquote," follows the ball on a par yes, four, and it goes in. And he hold a par four. <laughs> Magnificent work from MJ. Yeah, yes, great stuff. Yep. Great stuff. Um, now, just to flick sports again, um, AFL. Our man Gil, Gil McLaughlin, the head of the AFL. So, for our US listeners, he's the equivalent of Adam Sewer. Um, he, or our Denmark listeners. Evening, Catters. Um, the he was hosting the All Australian the other night on Fox Footy. I don't know how long he's been up in Queensland for, but you need to put some sunscreen on. <laughs> he was hosting this event, and he's red on his on his forehead, his cheeks. I'm like, Gil, at least put some on the day of the awards. You know, just don't take any risks there, my friend. Yep, that was really bad. I'm just looking at. I'm assuming you're not going to relate this to NBA at all. No, no. Okay, um, you mentioned a game earlier where, where Davis went off his tree and went for seven for seven. Can you remember where he he head faked at Jeremy Grant and Copton uh, Copton eye uh, a shoulder to the eyeball? Yes, and there was no call. It was probably a fifty fifty call, and he winced. But he was so hot, he refused to give the ball up, and they kind of pause it. And he's he's got one eye closed as he's looking at Grant <laughs> and he's head faking. He goes, oh. Just leans back, hits the one-eyed jump shot. <laughs> yeah, that's impressive. He work. was he was going off. Impressive work. And, and listen, as I just did that entire um, bit with one eye closed, so Matt yeah, could understand yeah, what I meant. Very good. Now I'm going to show you a picture, Evans. Try not to laugh. <laughs> I've just, what is I've that? just shown Evans a picture of Tim Legler, who was on Sports Center. Is he okay? Looking like the potus he was. He's looking like Trumpy. Explain he's, that he's, photo, please. It's, it's like Trumpy sold him some orange tinned tanning product that I'm unaware of. <laughs> That's amazing. Now, I, generally, as a pale skinned man, Evans, I'm across all the options on the market. I may need to look at something at Amazon so I can just, you know, That's amazing. get that look going. That's amazing. Um, this is this is a man. This is a man. He's got to learn to, you know, introduce people like Trumpy. Were you aware that Trumpy, in a, in a key moment last year, introduced the head of Apple, whose name is Tim Cook? Yeah, and there was some um, you know important announcement, and he wanted to congratulate Tim Cook on the great job Apple were doing. Yeah, and he referred to him as Tim Apple. Oh no, he didn't. <laughs> Want to thank Tim Apple oh, for the great it. work he's been doing? That's terrible. That's terrible. All right, Matt, I'm, I'm gonna I got a couple more. But I'm gonna stop. We're going for long enough. I'll give you one more. Go for it. You'll give me one more. I'll give you one more. Kenny Smith on TNT. Yep. Now, this is a this is a this is a visual one. Um, he this is Game Three Nuggets Clippers series. He was wearing Evans. I want you to picture this: a grey suit, uh-huh. a pink shirt. Yep. No tie. Yep. No socks. Well, well those very minimal socks, which Correct. you can't see. Yes, I can picture it. And the red shoes. My question to you is: Do you think I could pull that off? <laughs> uh, I'd like to see you try. Let's start with a pink shirt. I've got a pink shirt in my ensemble, which I do wear uh, on the teaching caper. Very good. Yep. Now, one more question. I'm going to finish off this Hang segment on. with no, one more just, question. You just did. This isn't a question. This is peripheral. <laughs> is J.R. JR Smith spending a lot of time in front of your phone fence, I must say? He is. He is. Is that, is that, is that, is that you approve of that? J.R. Smith? Spending a lot of time in front. He's doing a Myers Leonard. I disapproved of the behaviour of some of the Lakers scrubs He's last week. He's spending a lot of time in he front of that been fence. Pu- he should have been pushed back from the phone fence. I didn't find any phone fences for us this week. Well, that's oh, our peripheral pickups, Matt. Fantastic. Look forward to doing more of them next week. And now it's time, time Matty. We've got, we got an NBA Finals to preview. Wow. Yep. The number one seeded Western Conference Lakers versus the number five seeded Eastern Conference um, 
heat. I don't even know where to start. Did you know that I thought, oh yeah, Lakers have all the momentum going in. Just some simple mathematics. Both teams have only lost three games going into this series, which kicks off on Thursday morning our time. Yes. Um, Lakers were 2-0 and against this Heat team this season. Um, November and December games, however, before Miami kind of discovered... It was a year ago. ...discovered their identity. <laughs> and also, the, we grabbed both games against them last season. Heat haven't beaten us in 929 days. Well, you've... It's all over then. It's all over. <laughs> Unbelievable. Now, it will be a very interesting series. They don't have... Um, they move the ball very well, the Heat. So this is going okay. to be interesting for yep. the Lakers' perimeter defense. They will try to play the zone. Yep. But given LeBron's probably the smartest player to have ever, ever played, <laughs> um, I think they'll be able to pick that apart. Yep. But they'll want to be driving the ball, catching the ball near the foul line, making their plays from there. But... Um, it's going to be fascinating to see. Yep. With a hero and Duncan Robinson and these guys can continue the job. Yep. I think they can. I think they can. I think their patience and their ability to drive and kick. How many open shots do we see teams get against this Lakers team? Yes, and not make them. If, yes, that's right. If they don't shoot within the first 18 to 20 seconds of the shot clock, you will sometimes get something you want if you're prepared for Hero and Robinson. It's clear that they are prepared to keep moving, moving without the ball. Don't give up. On, on the play. Um, LeBron has scored 20 more points in the fast break than any other player in the playoffs. This team on transition or semi-transition or on made buckets is dynamite. You have got to get back against this Lakers team. They'll be disciplined with that, you would imagine. The Heat would be disciplined with that. We hope back. so. Yep. We hope so. Lakers go 10 deep. Um, when it push came to shove, Bolstrup quickly shortened his rotation, cut off uh, Alinek, cut off Jones Jr., um, just, just said, this, these are my guys. He brought them in deeper in, but Lakers go 10 deep. LeBron's only playing 35 minutes a game. Can that go up, do you think? Or is that simply what he's maxed out at in year 17? Well, I've watched him closely. He doesn't really defend too hard. He lets his man go a little bit to the corner. Who's that? Just, LeBron does and, oh, floats, okay. and floats around. And this is, off, this is one of the reasons why he gets so many rebounds and it's smart. He just, he lets his guy go a bit. Um, It'll be interesting to see if they try and exploit that and make him run around. Um, he did an okay job on Jamal Murray. Not as good a job as it was made out to be. He did an okay job on Jamal Murray at the end of that game. Um, but that was just a two-minute stretch. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it wasn't, you know, this is going to be interesting to see how they try and match this up. Will Lakers go with size? I think they will try and go and beat them with size. I think Javal and Dwight will play a fair few minutes. I know, and that... That hurts because for me, Davis has to play and five them on the boards. for extended minutes in this series. Because yeah, that's okay. That's okay. What? If he plays extended minutes at the five, that's fine. This is what I'm saying. When he doesn't want to do it. He's just so reluctant to be there. He's far more comfortable in McGee or Dwight taking the hits from Bam, you know, chasing them around. He's just He just doesn't want to do it. He's, he's still bigger than Bam though, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah so he should be able to dominate that position, you yep. would think. Yeah. And the one thing that you and I... We talk on a lot for both AFL and NBAs. We don't like it when we had a, we had a uh, who was it? we had the Bulldogs ruckman eviscerate a, a, the Bombers third string this year. And everyone was up, everyone's high on him. Oh, Tim English, Tim English, Tim English. Well, who was he playing against? Got to keep this in context. Yes, Tice is good, but he's not Anthony Davis. And you know, you know, I'm a massive fan of Bam. Yeah, I, I started and finished the series. He was the story for me. Didn't talk all about Jimmy Butler much at all, by the way, you and I. Um, he's not going to do that against Anthony Davis. He's just not. He was non-factors. He was 11-9 and nine and 12-12 and 12 against the Lakers this 
series. I don't know. You're talking about, yeah, it's almost a year ago. Yeah, you're quite right. He's a different player now, but he's not going to destroy us like he did yep. the Celtics. It's going to have, it's going to, a lot's going to come down to fouls. And I think if they can get Bam in foul trouble or vice versa, they can get Anthony Davis into foul trouble, which is mm-hmm. almost impossible to do, it seems. Anthony Davis is so smart. He just doesn't get many fouls. Yep. Um, yep. That would change the series. If they get Bam in foul trouble and he has to not play many minutes, they're, they're cooked. Lakers will smoke him. Yeah. He's going to have to. He's going to have to play without getting in foul trouble every game. Yep. Oh, fair so call. That's fair very call. important. Do you know that Butler didn't lead the team one time in scoring in that series against Boston? Not L- once. Little Butler anecdote. Just how balanced their team is. Yeah, well, I did um, see like, what the average in the series was 21, 20, 19, and nineteen. Yeah. The four guys. Yep. So totally different. They've also blown a ten point lead eighteen times this season. Has Miami? Now I know it's a different. It's a different game now. Ten point leads. What do they? What does that matter? That is tied for the most by a team over the last two years. Okay, you just yeah, can't. Right. You can't let these Lakers team back in. You can't give them a sniff. Yeah, I, yeah. I think that I think they will win. Lakers is my take on it. Mm-hmm. I think they'll win comfortably. I think it'll be four games to one. Okay. All right. There you go. I'll I'm go. hoping otherwise, but I hope four games to one. I hope we get a bigger series than that. But uh, sure, my sports bet account will be quite happy if the Lakers get across the line. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, go- I'm going in six. I got a lot of respect for this Miami team. Um, I-, I look forward to it. Who who is playing on uh, Davis and and LeBron at opening tip? Matt? Who is? Oh, Jimmy Buckets will get LeBron. Yep. And yeah, Bam will get Davis. Fair enough. Who else are they going to suddenly play? Play um. The guy I used to play for Boston, I've forgotten his name already. Oh, this entice. No, no. Is it um You have to edit this out. Yeah, I will. What are you trying to think Who's of? Who's the guy off the bench? Unless they play a Linux briefly. Yeah. Yeah, they might. But uh yeah, alongside your boy uh Nunn, who was first team or DNP or rookie. But obviously this is what we love about Strolls. He uncovers hero and lets him loose. What he's yeah. doing is off the charts. Off the charts. Well, no fear. For those this thoughts. time, I reckon next week, Matt, will be about three games in. So it'll be interesting to see where that where that series lies. For me, Miami have to get that first game. Lakers, are, you know, we dropped game one at, at Portland versus Portland. We dropped game one against Houston. Miami have to grab that first game. Yep, agreed. All right. Can't wait for it. NBA Finals. Matt, question without notice. Do you have some for me this week? I have I have three, Evans. Yes, you have three. Are there questions that you're going to answer or that I'm going to answer? Oh, well, we'll see how we go. <laughs> see how I feel. Go for it, buddy. Oh, can I just drop in a turnover, which is myself first. The one turnover I've got. A turnover. Got a turnover? Yep, yeah, go one for, for the week. I said testiculating last week instead of gesticulating. And I didn't... Oh, no, hang on. I said testiculating instead of... And you're saying it again. Gesticulating okay. is what it is. So you're making me edit it out of today's podcast. How many times? No, no, no. It's not. It's not. That's not a rude word. I just, I just <laughs> said the wrong thing. Okay, fair enough. Testicles not a rude word. <laughs> Stop it. It's a body part. Okay. All right. Question. Right. Are you comfortable, Peter? Evans, not really. It's a bit of an uncomfy chair. But... Are you comfortable with J.R. Smith and Dion, Dion, uh, Dion Waiters mm. receiving a championship ring? Because if you have a fourth child, I want you to name him Dion. By the way. <laughs> Take that back for Bench time. players not in the playoff roster in street clothes getting a ring. A lot of blokes who have barely played at all getting rings. Andrew Gaze in his street clothes. James Edwards in the Bulls. That guy from the Warriors who went to Toronto and didn't play. Are you comfortable with these guys getting rings? I I think the NBA has it better than what the AFL does. I hate the AFL culture that you've got to play on the day to get a premiership medallion. Um, no, do they deserve it? No. Am I happy that they'd get one? Yes, because of the fact that other players in history have got it when they've got hurt before the finals. Or is Dion like in street clothes now? I know JR isn't. Yep. 
He's in street clothes yeah, now. He's not even on the roster to play. He couldn't yes. even play. And uh, he's, he's getting a bit wide. I think he's been told he's not playing. <laughs> and he's enjoying the bubble experience. Yes, he is, my friend. Um, Matt, a uh, Boston Celtics question for you. Has Boston hit their ceiling and do they need to reshape their roster, i.e. K- a CP for Kemba? Or can improvement come from within because they're a young team and better luck, i.e. Gordon Hayward with injuries? Well, stuff you, Evans, because you've just shortened this segment by one because I've asked you exactly the same question. What? Um, yes. My question is what realistic options do they have? And my answer with that to be, I reckon they're hamstrung. I reckon they're in a yeah. bit of spot of bother. Okay. Because they've got Haywood on big money and they've got the other guys on big money. Yep. No one's going to want... Haywood's the obvious one they would move on. Yep. And they can't. Who's going to take him? Yeah, they've got him for one more year though. Yeah, yep. so next year they they can't do much. But after he's gone, maybe the following year, and those guys will still be young. I don't know how old Kemba would be then, but... Yep. I made the mistake of asking you in a previous question without notice, you know, who would you rather have, Dame Lillard or Tatum? Obviously, I've been drinking the Jason Tatum Kool-Aid a bit much, but if he flourishes into superstardom, does it offset some of that fact that Haywood's not quite right, do you think? Possibly. I think they need to add round the edges like Miami have done. They need to pick a diamond from the rough and come up with something like that, and that... That could take them to the next level because Philly will come, I think, again next year. Philly will come? Yeah, I think Philly will come again. Are you serious? Yep. I think they'll make some moves. Um, Okay. Okay. Wow. And and Brooklyn will come. So they're They're going to have to do something. Yep. Yep. Um, Is there a chance this Clippers team is done in a year? And the Paul George will just cruise to the next opportunity. Or what's what's your odds? I'll give you I'll give you a... Different kind of question. What is it out of a hundred that then they're, they're blown apart by the end of next year? Uh, in percentage terms, high. <laughs> Sorry, it's high. You go, have to have a lot of things go right for you to win a, a premiership, to win it, win a championship. You know, Lakers having that almost going right now. Miami the same thing. It's not doesn't make you a lucky titleist, but you've got to have a lot of things go. They've got to have a lot go right for them to win that title next year. I think if they don't, I think if they don't even reach the conference finals again, yeah, I think they're gone. These are mercenaries, these guys. No loyalty whatsoever. I get it that they're LA guys, both of them, both Paul George and Kawhi, that is working in their favor. If it doesn't work out, mate, they are done. They are absolutely gone. Massive season. Uh, One for you. What would you... (laughs) Jeremy Grant uh, is currently on $10 million a year. What is the danger that they waste the Millsap contract freedom they're about to get through misguided loyalty and pay him overs? What would you pay Jeremy Grant next year? Oh, well, they've got room, right? Yeah, they've got established room. Established they've got but, 44, $44 million to play with without Plumley and without Millsap. 44. I'd pay him 20. Would you? A high teens. Oh, wow. Okay. He's coming strong. Yeah, I know. It's, um, Two-way oh. players, Evans. I love them. Yeah. Two-way players. Yep. Incon- so. yeah, he's inconsistent. He's, I just don't know. You just don't know what you're going to get if you've got to lock him up for three, four, five years of big numbers. Mm. Maybe they test the free agent market first. Mate. They're, now, they're now a free agency destination. That's a team you want to go but to. But who are the – who are yeah, – this know. is my final question, I guess. Who are who, Who's out there now? Yeah, I know. I can't think of anyone obvious who's out there. Yep. yep. Unless they're trading for someone who's unhappy. Correct. You know, is the guy at Orlando Vucevic? Is he? Oh, is he? Is he gettable? He is, there, is there people like that that are gettable? Yep. The, the free agent market is far more watered down than it was twelve months ago when it was just a. Frenzy. Whereas next year you might have George Kawhi. Yeah. Well, you will. Yeah. Yep. Indeed. Absolutely. Um, you know, Matt. You know that fable. You know, if a tree falls in the forest, does it make a sound? Um, you've already gone in for a couple of clips today, Matt. If a tree falls in an empty forest, would you blame LeBron James? Uh... <laughs> 
Oh, it depends if he had a comment about it in a press conference. <laughs> depends if he had something to say about it. He's got a lot to say. He's easy oh, pickings. Sorry. Last week was a layup for me after what he said last week. Sorry that he's got opinions. <laughs> On everything. <laughs> We're called sports opinions. On everything. We're called, we are called sports opinions. Oh, he's great. He's gives us plenty. Okay, have you thought of one on the spot or are you done with your two questions? No, I'm done. You took my third one. Okay, there you go. Kwame Brown. Slava Medvedenko. Kwame Brown, God bless him, is a scrub. He can't play. No disrespect whatsoever. It's time for our uh, Stephen A segment. Matt, can you please explain to the listeners what our Stephen A segment is? Stephen A is the most opinionated sportscaster in all of the world. Is he? Second, uh, first, and then Peter Evans is second. Oh, yeah. No, I'm second, yeah. So we love to say something that'll generally annoy the other person. Like, it hasn't really much. I reckon I will annoy Peter Evans today. That's, that's my tip. Oh, bring it. That's my tip, listeners. Yep, yep. Maybe, maybe LeBron didn't donate enough money to the orphanage down the road. Um, Matt, I'm going to let you go first because, as I let you know in our ball meeting during the week, I've got, uh, I've got a morphed. Stephen A coming up next. So you, okay. you go in for it. Go for it. Peter, Richard, Maurice Evans. Maurice. It's not my name. There's, another, there's another name you can use it's for your fourth name. child. Maurice. Um, this, one, this one will cause you some dismay. Okay. I've been thinking about this for some time. Uh-huh. And I've loved the basketball being back. I have. It's been very entertaining and God knows we've needed it. Yep. Um, but this season for me will have an asterisk on it. Um, I know this might annoy you. But the entire thing has been majorly compromised from the outset. With players in and out of the bubble, some players not playing at at all, a total lack of team preparation. It has had the feel to me, and it still does to me, of a glorified summer league slash pickup game. It feels to me like the players are playing at MJ's Space Jam setup rather than the intense scrutiny and pressure of the playoffs. the lack of defence in the regular season was startling to begin with. We both acknowledge that. And while that has increased significantly in the playoffs, it simply hasn't had the same challenges as a normal playoff run and has led to a myriad, a myriad, Evans, myriad. of unlikely comebacks, upset, upsets and vagaries. Um, <laughs> vagaries? Yes, vagaries. <laughs> the tension of a playoff game on the road or at home in front of 20,000 screaming fans with all the distractions and pressures that that brings, the flights, the fatigue... All the stuff that just changes the basic environment of this contest. Utah don't get up on Denver. Denver don't lose. Denver do not beat the Clippers. Miami do not beat Milwaukee. If this has proceeded as normal, in my opinion, mm-hmm. we've all missed out on the epic LA series at Staples. That would have been just must-watch TV. That would have happened for sure for mine. Um, and the fans have turned off in droves, Evans. I'm not sure if you're aware of this. The ratings are down by up to 40% on conference finals games at the same time last year. Is this a result? This is just a question. Is this a result of how political and woke the whole thing has become? Is it the constant complaining of the players? Is that a reason on 80% of the calls? Or is it just the fact that it just isn't quite the real thing? Kudos to LA and Miami for getting there. They're the ones that have managed it the best, clearly, and well-deserved. Mm-hmm. Best of luck to both of those teams. I'll be watching with interest. I love the game. As much as I have enjoyed it and we've needed it, um, it has felt a bit like a glorified summer league and more of a guide as to what where players have moved in the off-season, in the break, as to where they will be and what teams will make a run in 2021, which is less than, would you believe, three months away. White Mumba out. There you go. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Matt. Yeah, you, you think we've got a 2020 start for the next season? 
Okay. Okay. Christmas Day. Christmas Day. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. Yeah, certainly has hurt them that it's continued into the NFL season over in the States. Matt, uh, let's jump into our star of the show. Woo! Star of the show. Yep. From North Carolina. (laughs) (laughs) Because at our board meeting again this week. Yes. I did mention that I, I might take a pass on Stephen A because I think my star of the show kind of morphed into a duel. I've done this before. With your permission, I'll jump in first on our star of the show. And we haven't consulted each other, so this could be a clash. We'll no, see that's happens. all right. That's all right. Um, look, mate, it's been an interesting ride watching the best player of this generation take his talents from South Beach to LA. I've, oh. I've watched him this entire season alongside Davis turn this team into an elite defensive unit, number two or three or year. I've seen him alongside previously unknown players like Caruso, discards like Markeith Morris, who's now playing crunch time minutes in conference finals games. I've seen him alongside Rondo, Dwight Howard, and I've watched his team flourish. He's then come into the bubble and under a franchise banner previously known for its headlines, leave the drama to the underachieving bleeding Clippers, the pretender Rockets, the peak too early Bucks, and the horrendous Sixers. They dropped just one game each to teams that boasted 63 and 60. 1% winning records in Denver and Houston and quote unquote the hottest player and the hottest team in the bubble that no one wants to play in Damian Lillard and the Trailblazers. We eviscerated them. Everyone was talking up Portland, Houston and Denver until LeBron and AD and the Lakers destroyed them. Then once we beat them, everyone can't wait to disparage them and undermine the riddles that LeBron and co solved immediately. LeBron series stats of 27, 10 and 9 with just under a steal and a block a game. Numbers that pretty much mirror his Awesome regular season. He bought in from the beginning of training camp and has been outstanding in defense all season long. The analytics back that up. He was number two in MVP voting. All this in his 17th season. Yes, third all-time in minutes. This year, he has clearly deferred offensively to Anthony Davis, who led the team in scoring. Meanwhile, LeBron just leads the league in assists. The rubbish that this guy cops and the criticism is unbelievable. I am gobsmacked by the amount of criticism he cops from a fan and media base looking not to focus on his greatness. That's fine. Which is, if you're not a Lakers fan or a Cavs or a Heat fan in the past, I get it. I've been there. They search instead to expose the holes in his game, of which there are some, but of which there are few, my friend. Meanwhile, he's being compared to wannabes like Giannis, who's never even been to the finals. Kawhi Leonard, who's supposed to be the best playoff player in the world. Please, he couldn't even harness that depth of talent in the Clippers into a top five team. They're not a top two team. The knock on him coming in when he moved to the Lakers was that the East was weaker. Well, it'll be much harder to win the West. Undeniably, that's true. Well, he just did that. The haters will be lining up against him now, no matter what happens in these finals. Win, and I wrote this before he said this, I'm not cracking at you. Win in the bubble creates an asterisk. You know, you didn't beat Kawhi, Paul George and the Clippers. You didn't have to fight Gian- face Giannis and the Bucks. Well, they weren't good enough to get there, and neither team proved to be a top five team in the league when it counted in the playoffs. And as I close, if we lose and watch, oh my, the haters come crawling out from behind their screens. No matter how well he plays and carries this team alongside AD, he'll be 3-7 and seven in the finals, not a player reaching extraordinary achievements that no player in the history of the game has ever gone close to doing in the 17th year. 
The shots at his character defy belief, publicly challenged to double or triple a reward for a crime in the United States, openly called a gutless coward, quote unquote, a gutless coward by a UFC fighter who I refuse to name here. What we have here, undisputedly, is one of the greatest players of all time. His 38, 16, and 10 to close out the Never Say Die Nuggets was phenomenal. And his fourth quarter, the latest chink in his armor, apparently, was off the charts. Scored 12 straight points, lock in defense, took the Western Conference, and then sat in socks and sandals, O'Brien. I did say that. (laughs) My my star of the show, the great LeBron James. Bang, bang. Well said. Thanks, bud. Well done. Here we go. I'll just give. A, I'll, I'll have a. I'll have a small mention here. My star of the show would be Mr. Bam Bam. Oh yes, you got one in the west. Yeah, we one in the east. Yep. Um, what I loved about him was he had the pills to say after game five. I played like yes, poo. Yes. Yes. And we were the reason. I was the reason we lost. Mm-hmm. And then he backs it up in the next game, over in the game of his life. He did. Just love it for a young man. Yep. Um, just an awesome playoff run he's had. Um, and he's my star of the show. Fantastic. And I think he will be critical to for them getting any wins. In the NBA Finals. And a, a promising career ahead. Isn't it? For Bam Bam. Yep. Well said. I, I love that these playoffs on Earth super, uh, stars or potential superstars. We got one there. Yep. We got Absolutely. one there. Well, friends, thank you for listening. Please rate us five stars. Review. Find us on Instagram. Matt, great to be alongside you again. Looking forward to the finals kicking off. I won't enjoy them, but I will be watching. Fantastic. Thanks for listening. Enjoy your weeks. You'll see us here next week. Take care, everyone.